Hey guys, thanks for listening to another great episode. Wow, uh, towards towards the end of the month, and we are finally doing many things. So yeah, uh, yeah, why not? Why why not dive into another set of horror, if you will? But here here's the twist of this one here because this is the prequel, as I've been later told by my buddies and all that. And even so, uh, the film is called Literally Pearl. I mentioned er, uh, I mentioned in one of the uh, earlier broadcasts of the of the one of the episodes that's named X. Yeah, this is the sequel, so to speak, of the series. And of course, there will be a third one uh, that has again X in the title. So Pearl. Pearl is literally the somewhat sequel that we needed, but at the same time, the other uh, part of the storyline, if you will, for Mia's Goss, uh, you know, slasher. So, originally, it was originally subtitled as Pearl, uh, an extraordinary origin story, giving us like this little like thing. Of course, uh, Pearl is played by Mia Goth, which was literally a, um, <laughs> literally a homage to the first uh, role that she has, and it's, let's put it this way, it's pretty X-rated, uh, if you say so myself on this one. So, uh, as always, directed by T.I. West, and... There is some cast that's in here, but, you know, that's here or there on many things. So, let's go ahead and somewhat dive into this, because even I'm surprised of how this particular film footage is being made. So, we're got ourselves into this whole, uh, Zandra, if you will, this whole, uh, theme for the series, which is, like, totally new and all that. So, Pearl is uh, the character who Mia Goth is portrayed, uh, is a young woman who lives with her German family in Texas. So, of course, it's it's quite weird, but at the same time, uh, and this is the reason why it's a little homage to the first one, because we have Pearl being of a young woman comparing to the old woman. And what I meant by that is, like, I'm literally surprised about this one myself, that Pearl is the old lady in X, which, shocker, I I barely knew it. So, uh, the setting is set in 1918, and she's literally, like, having this, like, you know, day in, day out as a normal kid, being in, like, this whole... Uh, influenza era which trust me it, it is kind of homage to certain things but at the same time it is quite weird <laughs> uh, as a filmmaker point of view it's quite weird to film something like this to something that we already suffered uh, centuries ago so bear with me this movie does have something entirely different so of course uh, she's being part of you know, the silent film error, if you will, and um, 
Pearl is like trying to get out of being, you know, a, uh, a teen bride, if you will, uh, because uh, she's she's noticing things, she's experiencing other things. Supposedly that this is a coming of age for her, but it's really a more of an origin story of the old lady. Uh, of course, that uh, she sees these movies that's captivated at her local cinema. Uh, she's just like trying to be a, uh, you know, an entertainer of sorts. Not not the kind where you're hearing out of picture or out of talkies, so to speak. But even so, she met this young projectionist uh, along the way, and she's understanding the interpretation of entertainment by doing certain things that's not supposed to be, if you know what I mean. So, of course, uh, Pearl is uh, doing a little tango uh, with a scarecrow. Uh, let, let's put it this way. Um, let's put this this way. If this was ever a um, practice dummy, that is not a dummy, that let's put it this way when I saw this scene I literally am quite amazed that the writer actually put this scene in here next to how the performance is so yeah we could put two and two together after what I'm what I'm talking about but I can tell you off the bat that this is well in its own rights of where it is so yeah it's it's quite different on certain things but even so um, <laughs> she uh, finds herself doing the devil's tango and she doesn't really give any care that her uh, parents are understanding what's going on of course uh, she is of course a teen wife to a World War One uh, soldier which, ironically, is totally weird. So, of course, uh, Pearl is just envisioning her being on, you know, a silent film, all black and white and all that. And then said same projectionist that she's, you know, in talks with, they uh, see a very explicit film. Uh which is pretty much back then it was a stag film it was something that was filmed on a camera showing uh, x-rated moments uh, that two couples are doing to each other which that personally I think it's just a taboo part of the uh, cinema that back then there was no uh, rating systems back then you know like rated R rated uh, PG-13 rated NC-17 kind of deal right so she literally is finding something totally different and wants to audition uh, for many things plot twists and all this um, uh, her family doesn't feel the need to stay home she wants to pursue her, to pursue her dream but she cannot abandon them so she kind of wish they were unalive if you will so of course um, that being said there's pretty much an altercation that her family and her had and causing them to go 
full gusto, if you will, on the whole situation of what's happening. Uh, of course, during the incident, literally, Mama uh, went flambe <laughs> uh, and uh, pretty much ruins the whole whole thing right there. And she literally uh, does more of a devil's tango with the projectionist. Which sadly now it's totally in, uh, totally different now. But in the next day, uh, everything is like rotting away. Everything is like being unedible, and the projectionist is wondering like what's going on. And he he's literally like you know telling Pearl that this is unprofessional behavior. She doesn't. He doesn't feel that she should be a uh, entertainer. So, of course, like any uh, sort of situation she does, she pretty much goes off the hinges. So, Shiyama lives are projectionists for telling her not to pursue. So, that's a bit surprised. So, of course, um, when word that there was a company that was going to, like gonna audition folks for her uh, entertainment style of course you know Pearl listening to her own demons if you will decides to go ahead and do it herself but not only she is auditioning she's also going against her sister-in-law which is basically her husband's uh, family and she is she didn't feel offbeat about having to go against her sister-in-law. That means she had something to figure out that what what she had to do to, in order for her to get the role. So according to um, the movie, Mitzi did kind of like accompany her home after the auditions and all that. And Pearl goes into this like truth-all, tell-all kind of like bear the hatches I gotta tell this person about this certain thing and she mentions to her about having a miscarriage and she's she's pretty much like having some like mixed feelings if you will and it's like like being weird and all that but uh her sister-in-law is pretty much like um yeah so, anyways, I got the role, and it's like not paying attention to, you know, to Pearl's somewhat overzealous emotions, if you will. So, of course, uh, Mia Goth's character, Pearl, literally, uh, I, I would say she literally has like this weird emotional breakdown, and she chased after Mitzi with an axe which ironically it's like it's it's totally like really weird and kind of odd but even so uh pearl is she she already knew something was up so she just like immediately thinking like hey maybe i should do what mama said to her one time during the film and like make the best thing that she could do so 
sure enough, you know, she's like trying to figure out how to create something for uh, her husband to come back. And kind of plot twist right here is that she literally is like, she is like literally like protective over her husband and being nice and try to be as homely as she can uh, dealing with the situation that it is. And it kind of ends the credits there because it is an omnibus uh, feel that how we know the character that we've seen in X now to be this uh, <laughs> deranged uh, psychological person who literally broke down uh, during the uh, influenza. So, of course, how this film is the sequel, of course, I mean, come on, honestly, uh, you really have to tell a good origin story to tell a really good origin story. So, we do have a strong sense of how Pearl, uh, out of nowhere, how she was the old lady and she unalives, you know, everyone who's doing the, you know, what scenes. Uh, in the first one but now uh, there is a third title there's a third movie in this whole series uh, called Maxine and Maxine has three X's uh, in the uh, title so it's basically the final nail in the coffin if you will in this whole series and it tells about our uh, production about one person uh, that would deal with the whole series. Of course, this is like something of uh, T.I. Uh, West's film, giving us this whole plot twist and all that. But even so, uh, we know that Maxine doesn't have much of a horror thing, but this does relate to certain other things inside the film. So I'm curious uh, how Maxine fits in the psychological thriller that's being developed and even so uh it better be a good one because i'm just i'm somewhat flabbergasted but at the same time curious about how pearl and x are related without you know the obvious mia goth being in there that's being said uh if pearl is purchased on digital definitely worth the worth the connection uh, I would buy it as a set uh, before anyhow, anyhow therefore you can get like a complete storyline instead of just individual because I for one believe that if you see in a sense if you will if you see Pearl then Axe and then Maxine the chronological line right there is of par and you cannot like forget how it all like started or ended right there so and that being said uh, i do thank you for listening to this horror horror episode uh i for one will be getting these out before the end of the month as well as i already already had the ideas of the two last movies to talk about towards the end of the month so do grab a listen when you want when you have the chance i for one am going to still post as much as i can as a matter of fact, I think I have another one up the sleeves. Oh, wow, there's several few. Anyways, uh, until the next episode, which is probably a few minutes later or a couple hours, 
Uh, I will put those out. Therefore, we can get a solid good uh, horror talk done. So, until then, you be safe out there, wherever you are in the world. You be good. And as always, see ya. Hey guys, listen, uh, there's many things changing to these, uh, episodes, so, yeah, I'm currently able to be listened to, and get this, uh, I've been able to be listened to Amazon Music now, as well as Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google's Play, uh, Google Podcasts with, uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, a little bit of Spotify, and, uh, I actually recently started doing, uh, you know, Twitch channels. Uh, so yeah, if you could find me through uh, Lone Tech X, you'd be able to see some of my gameplay right there as well. But at the same time, listen to some of my podcasts uh, outside while I'm still delivering some news. Yes, I'm still trying to do other things other than just this, but just for the time being, you can listen to not only this episode, well, all the other past episodes I've done before I've done Twitch. So, uh, once again, you can guys find me at, and this is actually the uh, head, uh, the head page for this, which is anchor.fm slash edcast20. That is anchor.fm forward slash edcast. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah. It's literally uh, EdCast20, which is uh, E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0, which you guys can hear, hear me from there. You can look at there, and you can leave me a message, as well as find the uh, website that's connected at all. So, yeah, here you go. Take care. <laughs>